This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer and current Apple fanatic. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and current uh, Santa hat avoider. Mm, Put it on. Don't. (laughs) Okay, don't. Don't put it on, whatever you do. You found the Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration. Motivation. And sometimes information. Hey, Dumbbells, let's get dumb. I'm not going to put that fucking hat on. Uh, I mean, you could, though. You have a kid, you got a salt and pepper hair. You could. Yeah. Suit that's red. Um, Yeah. Um... I'm coming at you from a different location. Does it sound like I'm in a bathroom? It does. The acoustics are a little different. Um, not as good, mm. not as rich. Uh, interesting, but, interesting. But it adds to it. It adds to the flavor <laughs> of the episode. The flavor of the episodes. That's good. We want a little bit of a like a medium change-up. Um, Aaron's gotten up and walked away from the microphone right as the show's beginning. It's always a good pro. I like to mix it up. <laughs> Keep it fresh. Everyone so leave the podcast in the middle Just of it. Just leave it. Especially the first 45 seconds. <laughs> Nobody <Great>. needs this. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Um, all right, dudes. So this is this has kind of become an annual tradition for us. Um, if you looked at the title of this episode or the episode description, you know that this is our holiday survival guide. Um, people ask for this, uh, people want some tools, they want to arm themselves with some weapons um, as they go to visit families, host families, hang with friends, endure all the temptations and expectations uh, and stress that the holidays can bring upon you. And we're here to tell you guys that we've been through it too. We suffer yep. from all the same uh issues and uh and we'll get we'll do our best to give you some of what's worked for us but just bear in mind that we're also you know human too so uh yeah it's certainly like we're not you know coming at this perfect so i think part of why we're able to help you guys is that we feel all the same shit and go through yep. it and fall into the same pitfalls year after year after year after year after year after year <laughs> Oh, it does. I will say it does seem like it gets a tiny bit easier every year. And that is comforting. Um, And like, and uh, by tiny, I really do mean tiny. Like there are still like some of those same things. I'm like, oh, it's still here. I still have to eat milk chocolate every second I'm breathing after I have the first bite. And normally that's not in my dessert chain, you know? So it is, it, it's, it does get easier, but damn if some things don't take you down every time. Yeah, so that's coming to you from somebody that's, um, you know, maintained uh, an ideal kind of, for her, an ideal body weight uh, for mm-hmm. a while and, you know, suffered from fear that that would run away from her and it hasn't. So, um, you know, I've been, I've been kind of maintaining my body weight for just longer cause I'm older, longer. And so <laughs> I, I have a, I have a you similar, ta- 
Yeah. Not hey, me. I'm just <laughs> speaking the truth. Uh, I have a similar take to um, take two action. Uh, I have a similar <laughs> take in the sense that yes, it you know, and also I think that there's an identity thing. And here's something that's kind of weird, and you guys may be experiencing this, but. You might notice, you know, especially if you're kind of new to making some lifestyle changes or you're one of our younger listeners and you've kind of changed the way you've eaten or the way you, um, you know, your exercise schedule and all this kind of stuff. You'll go to visit friends and family that are used to you being a certain way and they are oddly very bothered by this new Mm-hmm. Uh, th- and it, they could be the most loving, supportive, great people in your lives ever, but you'll find not always, but sometimes that they're oddly bothered by this <laughs> <laughs> and that's weird. And then you can feel pressure there too. So that's, that's kind of like a weird phenomenon. And I would say that as you maintain it longer, that kind of goes away. They just know that that's you yeah. and they, they move on. But you may, you may yeah. notice initially, I notice this with, I've, I've heard with people that are. Um, sober too, that like when they, you know, oh, make yeah, the leap to yeah. going sober, there's a little bit of some resentment by some people, you know, that may be supportive in other aspects of their life too, which is, I don't know what the psychology is with that. Some kind of or, mun- Munchausen you know, by if proxy. You, if you just like join Scientology in your, <laughs> in your forties, you know, it's like, everyone's like, well, little, I got a lot of nervous. things that want to get clear and then everybody's all <laughs> fucking weirded out by it. <laughs> I'm just trying to make some positive changes by giving this place thousands of dollars. Yeah, the tidings. I want to make my kid, I want to have a kid and put him right into Sea Org. What's the big (laughs) fucking deal, dudes? (laughs) Oh, man. I shouldn't laugh. They might come for me. I had a family member deep in. Um, Did you really? Yeah, yeah. We could talk about it off mic because there really are, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Who. They, they, that's cool. To, you know, initially, like any fucking any mention of it in a negative aspect, if you were in any kind of media would get you like a they would put their uh, attention on you and you get letters and you'd be, you know, labeled as what are the, what 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 are the people that stand suppressive in the of, of suppressive? Yeah, yeah, suppressive person. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the HBO documentary thinking I might see her. My my family. Wow, that's how deep. I, in. Yeah. Yeah, like Sea Org for real. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, I make the joke, but also I fear them. So I don't want to. <laughs> Suppressive is a, help. Help. is a funny word. It sounds like some kind of. Tell me, just say, hey, Ryan, I had a great workout today. Hey, Ryan, I had a great workout today. Suppressive. Suppressive. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I hear it. Kind of does. Some kind of like Stallone or like <laughs> Sopranos thing or something. Yeah. Suppressive. Suppressive. Face. You know? Suppressive huh? Yeah, I know. Um, it's not about being knocked down. It's about getting back up. Suppressive. You Suppressive. Know? Suppressive. Do you, do you think when I opened the doors to my gym, did that make the bathroom sound less? Uh, it actually less- did somehow. I, I don't know. Maybe you have less bounce on the glass doors or something like that. Yeah, maybe. I, I'm I'm coming to you guys from my my gym. We had uh, we're Suppressive. doing a lot of home renovations, a lot of home renos, and I got kicked out to here because there's a lot of paint fumes. Mm, gotta let it we got off. Got a new gas. furnace. 
some new furnace fumes. Um, so pretty much I'm not allowed in and Jason's high as a kite. So, <laughs> so my gym is the only safe place currently. My dogs could also be high. I, I don't know how that works, but it's a lot of fumes in the house. Wow, they're finally behaving. Yeah, they're finally, <laughs> finally, God, we figured it out. Just a lot of paint. Huff, huff some uh, <laughs> fucking spray paint or whatever. <laughs> satin or enamel, satin enamel, pink. We had, you know, we got to paint a baby room. So you got to have one pink Aww. wall. So, yeah. you know. That's Dogs adorable. got little pink paws. They're walking around making their marks. It's it's pink been walls. Fun good. Time. It could become an Instagram hotspot. People like it in their pictures. Oh, that's a great picture. point. Yeah, taken in front of a pink wall. Make it oh, uh, hell yeah. invitive for the influencers. Yeah, we'll put some angel wings on this fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, man. what's up, everybody? This is Dream. I had to finally uh, get my picture taken in the signs as baby's room. Uh, pretty cool. You know, I know a lot of you people with like the weird edits of them, like like doing like weird like little mugging and stuff because they have to put a little like cheap comedy in there. It's a little yeah. weird getting over here. My brakes weren't. It's like, what is this? A fucking Marx Brothers movie? Uh, 58 million views. And they're signed with three arts. Okay. Yeah. What's right, three cool. arts doing for him? Just commissioning? And then it's like, oh, what are their, what's their yearly earning? Oh, they, he made $87 million this year somehow. <laughs> Cool. Makes sense. Oh, man. God, okay. Well, let's get into it, Sanger. Let's, let's freaking so help these people. So tell me what your plans are for the holidays. Well, we just did Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. my husband and I are going to be traveling to his family's house for the next week. So... Uh, it's not, we're not celebrating any of the like major holiday days at like while traveling. We're doing it kind of like the off week. So that's we're going to do. That's what everybody's think. They're like, why don't we just do it like this? And nobody does. They're yeah. like, if we just picked a week, the week before with, it wouldn't yep. be all the drama and it would be so easy. And then like cut to next year where it's like Christmas Eve flying yeah. out making drives so that's smart you're actually you're really doing it we really are doing it and i think it was like covid that really broke that like pattern of always being with family on the day and i just i really like los angeles when half of the people are gone it's really nice (laughs) you get like oh this is how the roads are supposed to be like it really does take five minutes to go a couple miles yeah, it's a, it really is like it's so zipping nice. around, parking. Yeah, and so and so uh, we'll do that next week. So we will be traveling next week, which is um, just it's a lot of it's a lot. They're they're over in Virginia, so it's a big mm. a big haul. Um, and then what we part will of Virginia? travel. Um, Fairfax. I can't tell you anything else. Where is that in relation to West Virginia? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Go ahead. Google it. Uh, um, 
I think it's a minute. I don't think it's super close. Okay. That's just conjecture. I have truly no idea. Um, and then we'll go to my family's house uh, after Christmas. Like that, I call it like sleepy week between Christmas and New Year's. So, yeah. Oh, cool. So you're so really we'll be, doing it both both sides. Yeah. Well, I kind of was like, this is it. Like after this, there'll be a tiny baby. They got to come to you. And then y'all coming to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you this say. is like the final tour. Fucking, we thought that too. And then we ended up dragging that little sum bitch around with us all <laughs> over the place. Drive, you know, driving know, I everywhere. Know. <laughs> I I'm sure I will do the same, but in my head, that's making me feel like we can do this. It's like, this is the last time, and I'm like real, you know, strong about it. And who knows what will the reality will be, but for now, I feel like a, you know, a boss bitch who has boundaries. <laughs> we'll see if they hold up, you know? Uh, I love it. Uh, boss bitch boundaries. Good alliteration. That's right. What? What, um, so will you be doing any traditional holiday meals, uh, at any of these places or what's it going to be? Is it going to be cash or are you going to do the full production? Well, my, I think when we go to Jason's family. Abbreviation for casual. (laughs) Go ahead. Oh, okay. No, no, thank you. Um, that's really good for the older Cash me outside. (laughs) For your faithful followers. Um. I think we kind of like we did Thanksgiving and we did it with our friends here in L.A. And so I think we're good. I don't think we're not. There's no scheduled like thanks, quote unquote, Thanksgiving while we're while we're with Jason's family. But we're still going to be eating like like all of Jason's favorites that his mom makes. She'll be making those. I'm sure there'll be some decadent food, but they're also pretty health conscious. I don't know if you remember that episode, but they gave him cacao instead of chocolate as a child. So they they are they're pretty health conscious mm-hmm. people. Um, and then my parents like will probably do like a quote unquote Christmas meal, um, but they are they like like they're like dessert people. So we'll have like a pretty chill meal like. My mom usually makes salmon instead of another, like a bird. She usually makes salmon. And then we have like vegetables and like a mashed potato or something. But then she'll make like pecan pie, buttermilk pie, like, like cranberry orange cookies. Those little cookies with like the Hershey kiss in the middle. Like she will like pumpkin roll. Oh my God. Pumpkin roll is my kryptonite. Um, Yeah. So she comes through with desserts, which is, I think, you know, what got me fat to begin with. Because um, it's really hard for me to say, like, slow down, Aaron. Yeah. Especially, you know, because now I don't have it at home. And I go there to visit and I'm like, well, this is my chance. Let's make it count. So that is, Salmon, that is though, what I think will always be a that's struggle. That's nice. Salmon instead of a bird. By yeah. air or by sea? By sea, said she. It's salmon <laughs> is what my mom makes for me. Uh, oh, that I think was that beautiful. Was Oscar Wilde or something. Um, <laughs> that might have been Taylor Swift. Could have been. Uh, <laughs> by air or sea, it's salmon, says she. Wow, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm going to go and cry while I'm listening to this. Um Put it on repeat. 
feel those feelings. Fucking tears streaming down my face. <laughs> 40 year old dad with like sneakers on, like trying to look cool. Divorced dad. Like I love Taylor Swift, like trying to like get into people's DMs and stuff, you know, pictures of him at the Eras concert. Oh my God. I'm going to barf. Dark, dark framed glasses on, like dancing around with it with like little sneakers. Um, you know what I'm talking barf. about, right? That's a phenomenon, right? You've seen, right? Yeah. Yes. I love her. I get it. Oh no, my God. You don't. Shut the fuck up. Go secretly listen to Steely Dan, you know, or whatever dumb <laughs> shit you're into. <laughs> Go secretly listen to Steely Dan. Uh, that's what you want, anyway. Um, what about you, Sting? Are you are you having any traditional holiday meals here? I would imagine there will be. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had a mosquito on my throat. Getting robbed. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I would imagine. So here's our tentative plan. This is subject yeah. to change, but we are going to drive out to Northern California, big old long drive, big old full car of shit, um, yep. taking the dog, taking, okay. the kid, taking the wife's coming, the whole family, uh, <laughs> driving out to Northern California to my parents' house. Okay. Um, then that'll be the 23rd of December. The 24th, Great. Christmas Eve, is what the kids, what Gen Z calls it. Um, if you're old, you call it the 24th. But if you're young, you call it the 20, you call it Christmas Eve. Um, <laughs> we'll, we will drive okay. to uh, the Bay Area, which is where Nancy's uh, brother lives. And he hosts a big, they kind of, their family does it. Uh, on Christmas Eve. That's where they really cut loose on Christmas and do gift exchange and all that kind of shit. Um, so they'll That's do fun. a big, uh, yeah, he's got a big old nice house. They're really fun, great hosts. They do a great job. Um, Stone's got a lot of cousins. He loves seeing his cousins. Uh, he's the youngest of the cousins. And so he really gets celebrated uh, for he's Hoisted a jolly good up fellow. on that chair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so that's really fun for him. And then all the cousins are really sweet to him. So we'll do that. So that's like a little bit of a drive. And then we'll head back that same night. Holy because shit. My parents like to do Christmas morning. And, uh, oh, that's you know, sweet. Okay. I get yeah. It. And then it's so it's kind of fun for Stone to be able to do two kind of Christmases. He gets the Christmas Eve deal and then he gets to Christmas morning. And, you know, I think this was all kind of designed when he was younger so that he could wake up and, you know, have the presents under the trees. Getting old for that now, like 13. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I don't even know what I want for Christmas. I don't know, dude. Um, <laughs> I don't even know, dude. I don't care if we leave cookies for Santa or whatever. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so this has like he heard your impression of him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Has he seen He's, it? That's the better question. <laughs> all of it. All of it. I'm relentless. Okay. <laughs> You've heard me on this show. Um, so <laughs> so we'll do that. The reason that it's such a rigmarole, usually we just drive into my uh, brother-in-law's house where they do the Christmas Eve thing, spend the night, and then do Christmas Eve there. But they're, they have like a really nice house, and we just don't trust our dog there. And my parents are uh. have a giant dog and are dog freaks, and so they're kind of set up for it all. So we can leave 
our little puppuccino at their place. Yeah. And so that's why it's a little bit of a curveball this year with some extra driving. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so then we'll hang for a while, maybe do a snow day. Uh, you know, my parents live in Northern California the day after Christmas and we're kind of in and out. Then we're out because I start to get a little antsy and want to get back on my schedule. You know, I got to have access mm. to sea moss and pressed juice and <laughs> gym, sauna, cold plunge, you know, like all that kind of mm -hmm. shit. Um, yeah. And so I can only tolerate, you know, 72 hours without that. And then I've got to get back in the business. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I did so wonder we'll, what your cutoff was. How many days without the sauna is too many days? So it's 72, 72 hours. Okay. Yeah, I may be able to find, I found one last time I was up there. So maybe, you know, I'm like an old oh, yeah. bloodhound <laughs> sniffing out saunas anywhere I go. Um, any kind of wellness, you know, I'm always finding it. You yeah. Know, sniffing, you've got to find the wellness. Like an archaeologist. You know what? It's, I, you know, I will say though, I tease you, but it does like, when we find a good like hotel with a good gym. So now we have one at my parents, like where my parents live, that we stay at this hotel. They have a great gym. They have other amenities. It's not, it's not a fancy place, but it's like for the Tri-Cities in Washington State. It's fancy. Um, and then same with the uh, hotel we stay at when we go to Virginia. I have like a peace of mind knowing I do get to keep part of my routine, which is like going to the gym and knowing that they have all the equipment that I want and need. And there is like a, like, so if, if sauna brings you peace, find that sauna, man, find it. Hit it. Yeah. Sauna gym, gym's a little more accessible. I can usually find a gym anywhere, but this, the, the other stuff is still, it used to be way more fringe. Now it's getting, you know, there's little yeah, kind a little kind of, popular. uh, yeah, a little more popular. So you're seeing little chains pop up, you know, like Mixanas. You know, you get yourself. Uh, oh, cute. You get a little French uh, fries. Yeah, super size number two. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Catch up on the side. What? Um, so. <laughs> Catch me outside. Cash me outside. Uh, oh, so. Crap. <laughs> so that's kind of the tentative plan. But I, I, so here, this can lead into like a, um, uh, a tool or a guideline. Um, or a survival tip. Here's a trick. Mm -hmm. So it may sound nuts initially, like thinking it's the holidays. Why am I going to work out or challenge myself or do anything? I just want to fucking relax. And that's totally fine. So maybe you don't do, maybe you need a break, a physical and mental break from your routine. Cool. Yeah. It's a good opportunity to take advantage of that, make yourself more available to kind of celebrate and hang and talk and all that kind of stuff. That being said, I think what you can do mentally is a little bit of reframing. So instead of just your normal kind of rigmarole, you can say, you know what? And this is, this works for me and I find it to be not bullshit. I'm able to enjoy, uh, an indulgent meal more if I've had a little like movement or physical activity, just work up an appetite it just tastes better there's this weird thing of like shutting off all exercise and then eating more calories for five days <laughs> it's like hmm, yeah why do i feel like fucking shit um <laughs> well you know <laughs> that may be it you know this is yeah so two things you can either use it to kind of train a little heavier you know like wow i'm you know i've got a lot of nourishment so i'll go a little heavier than i normally would if you have access to a gym or what you can do is just say you know what you know what's going to make this 
extra desserts I'm having more enjoyable is if I work up a little bit of an appetite. So if you don't have access to a gym or you're not going to be able to get one or a car to drive to one or whatever, you could find like a, uh, a hill or something in your neighborhood and then do like a good walk bundle up if it's cold, do a good walk. And then maybe you do, you know, you find that hill, um, and you do like 10 walks up and down the hill in addition to the walk that you're doing. So you just get a little bit of like blood flow and heart pumping and you take your mom or your dad with you to try to convince somebody so that you can, you know, (laughs) vent about your significant other, like they're all Mm -hmm. their fucking bullshit on this drive and wouldn't shut the fuck up. Meanwhile, I'm driving and you're just looking at TikTok the whole time, enjoying yourself, cackling with laughter at all the funny TikTok stuff. I got to keep my eyes on the road. Whatever it is, you know, your mom or dad will listen to you say all that shit. specific. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then when it comes time to, you know, have a little pump pie, pumpkin roll, dollop of whipped cream, whatever it is, you're going to feel like uh, it's going to taste better. It will. It just, it just will. If you're, you know, if you've worked up a little bit of an appetite and you're not full and then also getting yourself out of the house will get you away from like dishes of candy and stuff yeah. like that, you know, taking an hour walk or something. Plate of cookies that's always yeah. out. Or if you need yeah. a break from family, it's, it's a little time to yourself. And this walk doesn't have to be anything. It by no means has to be a Goggins level running with your shirt off you know, going for it. it could just be like a chill walk, find that like little gradual incline or hill, do a couple of them there, make it easy for yourself, make it fun, make it easy, make it inviting and then see how that goes for you. Yeah. I mean, I think that sounds doable. And I would also say as like just the devil's advocate part of me, if you have struggled with like, earning food don't do it <laughs> and I don't think uh, I, like I do I agree with what you said Stinger I, absolutely but I'm like I've also heard a lot of people talk about like I can only eat this if I have exercised this and I'm not saying earning I'm just saying that it yeah, does, no, I know, I know. does I'm taste just, a little better as that as hungry. that girl brain does, I'm like, oh god, yeah, I because I know that feeling of like I have to exercise because I ate like shit, and what you're talking about is the reverse of that, which is like food will taste better if you have like kind of worked up an appetite, but right. I'm just you or know. or your workouts could be better if you're getting some extra nourishment too. That's yeah, too yeah, full. it's too full. And I think that is like the reframing side of things, which I do think is a huge part of like, um, of the holidays and eating and excess, excess. Cause that is also like, that also needs to be looked at. And so for me, one of the things that helps me like with the, um, with holidays surviving is like to not look at this food as like it's the only time I can ever have it ever in my life. So eat as much as you can because this is it. Like that kind of scarcity mentality. And so then I have, am able to like stop eating instead of like pushing because I can competitively eat against myself. No one's trying and to beat me and I will hurt myself with how much I can eat. And finding that kind of like 
hey, only eat what tastes really good. Only eat what you really want to eat. And you can have more of this another day. You don't have to eat the whole pie today. Because <laughs> yeah. I would. I would try. So that has something that has really helped me with, like, kind of finding moderation in my... start to look like Kobayashi and Joey Chestnut. You're like, holy <laughs> shit, this is an eating contest. <laughs> Those are famous yeah. competitive eaters, if you don't know. Yeah, famous. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> God, I do wish I could know if I could really hang with the competitive eating world without, like, it's, it's so dangerous. But I really am like, God, it would. I think I could hang. I don't know that I could win, but I think I could hang. I don't know. They do weird stuff. Like, they're, like, soaking shit in water. And, I know. That's, I, that's why I'm like, I don't know. I, like, maybe I could do intramurals. <laughs> I think like a casual thing among friends, you know, maybe. But going with but these fucking, we're like where they're sliding like, it down our gullets. Yeah, oh. like weird food athletes oh. or something, you know. So that's that's mine. It's just like being chill about trying to take the take the air out of it a little bit of just being like, just have a little bit and move on. You don't have to like see what other size like I used to always be like what did I get like the biggest piece of pie so can I have seconds like how like it just like kind of like constantly deciding how much more I could get away with and so just like pulling back from that and going like well let's start with a little bit and see how you feel you crazy lady I think that's a good mentality and just making a deal with yourself that look I'm going to have as much of this important words here that I want as much as I want. That being said, you don't have to front load it then. So, yeah. you know, you can have, uh, you're kind of full from dinner. You can have a little piece like Aaron said, and then see how it goes. I definitely want another piece. Well, then fucking have the other piece, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then just knowing that you're going to have as much as you want, um, I think that like changes the way we talked about the scarcity mentality with Sitco last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know how it's like, you know, help their children to be better intuitive eaters. And so you can do a little bit of that yourself too, with just kind of making this deal, like, look, you know, much as you want, you're going to be able to have. So, you know, you don't have to compulsively eat this or, you know, competitively eat this right, right now. <laughs> Take an hour, watch some shows, Yep. And then, you know, come back, have something else if you really want it. And you may not. And that's cool, too. You've always got tomorrow. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a great, you know, a lot of this is, is, is kind of reframing stuff. And it might sound ineffectual or innocuous, but, but try it. Actually yep. try it. You know, say that stuff in your mind um, and, and, and see what happens. Uh, as far as, so cold weather folks that may not, that want to work out, and have a healthy relationship with it um, that don't have access. I think you guys should check out our um, our hit. What did we do? What did we do? The AI generated hit. Oh workout? yeah, Chat GPT. Yeah, Chat GPT. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was really challenging. Uh, yeah, we were able that was to really do with challenging. limited to no equipment, right? Yeah, I we don't no think equipment. there was any equipment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just, I think it was body weight stuff. Push-ups, burpees, lunges. We have, like a whole, we have a whole episode where we talk about it. 
Um, you yeah. can listen to that to kind of prime yourself for it and see if it pumps you up. And then if you look at our Instagram, we have visuals of us demonstrating all the exercises so yeah. you can see how it looks. Um, but I would say that, I mean, that would be all you need. You could do that like if you're you know, going for a week or something, you could do it like every other day and you'd be fucking covered. That shit was hard. Um, yeah. And if you have like a, a, a sibling that wants to join you or a family member, like try it. And, and it's way more fun than doing it by yourself. And you can have a little friendly competition. Never hurt nobody. And modify as needed, of course. Yeah. You know, so it feels too vigorous. Then you can adjust the rest time, which I think we did actually in real time. We maybe gave we ourselves did, yeah. a couple extra seconds here or there that was intense um, oh or the volume you know how much you're doing how many sets etc um so that's something to look into and then you don't need much space at all uh and it's all it's all kind of there for you and it'll it'll get the job done and then um you know if you don't want to do that or maybe you're not ready for that you know i would say do three sets of 20 chair squats where you're just standing up for a chair from a chair and then three sets of, um, in between, three sets of 20 uh, push-ups. You can do them from the knees or full push-ups. Wow, 20 push-ups. Damn, Stanger, you're mean. Damn, and, uh, Stanger, you're mean. You know, 20, and if you need to break up the push-ups, you can. So you can do five and then 10 crunches, five push-ups, 10 crunches, five push-ups. Now you're adding crunches in here? God. Jeez, if they, if they can't, if, they, if it's too much Frick. on the uh, push-ups, uh, <laughs> and then repeat as many times, you know, so you can do that one time, you could build up to two times, three times, um, and you don't need any space for that at all. You could do that in your little room that your parents haven't changed anything in. You got the <laughs> Tiger Beat posters of Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. Um, Man, you are old. <laughs> NKOTB. Um or in sync. Yeah, there we go. Saved by the Bell cast is what I had on my wall. Hell yeah. Okay. Hell Lark yeah. Vo Lark Voorhees and... Um, no, the guys. My Mark oh. Paul Gossler? Goss? Yeah, that's And right. then AJ Slater. What's his name? His name was uh, Mario Lopez. Mario a Lopez, yeah. AC Slater. Yeah, AC. We're quite the fan. I saw, I've seen, she still has it up in her gym, a giant poster of Mr. Belding. <laughs> hey, he, he looked good for his time. You know what I'm saying? Belding. Probably younger than me up. when he filmed that show. See where he's at. Man, Mr. Belding. Um, okay. Wait, oh, and water. That's what I was going to say. Water, water is, water and vegetables, but I don't need to step on your thunder if you were going to say vegetables. But I, on like the big holiday days or when I'm like having like a lazy day, um, I just forget to drink water. And I don't, like even just on weekends, I have to like really like focus on being like, okay, Aaron, you have to have like a bottle of water before noon because otherwise it will be three in the afternoon. And I'm like, I had coffee and that's it. And your body just works better when you got some water 
pumping through there. And if you're having lots of extra kind of unusual fancy meals going in, you want to have some water to help flush it and vegetables too. But that water situation, when I, when, when it's cold outside and it's a holiday, you can forget it. So something I do is I will drink hot water with lemon because it does make you feel better than your family members. And that's important. And also it is, I don't know what it is, but it feels more like a coffee or like a, like a fancy drink instead of just like cold water when it's also cold outside. So that's a way that I have found to like trick myself into drinking water in the morning, especially when it's cold. And, um, I do that at restaurants too. If I'm at a restaurant and I'm not trying to have like liquid calories, I'll get like hot water, which does sound sad, but also like I can't drink right now. So I am sad. <laughs> oh man. So that's my fancy thing I do is I'll have fancy hot lemon water. <laughs> I can't drink water. Baby, it's cold out there. <laughs> um, do you struggle with that at all? Or like when it's cold outside, do you not drink as much water? No, I find that too. I find that I, I will, I mean, I have kind of it built into routine, but I, I definitely notice that like I'm, I'm drinking less, like there's less extra water. Like it's anything outside my routine is not happening when it's cold yeah. out there. <laughs> I don't know. It's so much more challenging for me. I think when it's hot, it's like, you I think need it's, it. I, like, I absolutely agree. You just don't, you just straight up don't feel thirsty. Yeah. But baby, as, it's cold out there. Um, <laughs> and then I notice even with my kid that like he, you know, cause he's, you kind of remind him, you know, cause he's not guzzling water like a psycho, like the camel that his father is. Um, sure. He, I'm like, did you drink any water today? And he'll have to think about it. Oh, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't even know if I did or not. I don't know. Get off my back, dude. Um, you are so, on his back though at that time, shoveling water down his gullet. Yeah. Like, a, like one of those little, um, like things you wear when you're running. What are those things? Yeah. Called? You're like a camelback, but just dad. Yeah. Baby, I'll ride your back like a camel out there. Uh, that's the, Are those the lyrics that's of the, the line. Song? It's a problematic yeah. song. It is, and that's part of the problem. <laughs> I, I, you know, as a cis, my, cis white male, and everybody wants to hear my take on things now, mm -hmm. especially uh, that have reached a certain age, people are like, please chime in on this. Um, I feel like at the time it wasn't appropriate for her to spend the night, and so both of them are trying to come up with excuses you know, where she can keep, you know, with the times, but also he's coming up with excuses as to why she doesn't have to. Yeah. I think there's like a, there's like a consensual playfulness to it, but you know, it's tricky. Well, you know, this you know. generation, we don't, we don't believe in playful joking anymore. It's done. <laughs> okay. Fair Sorry. Enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not even in the next generation. I'm in. I'm still old too. But it's. But the one after me said, "No, we're done." And You're said, the original okay. Star Trek series. You're not in the next generation. I'm. <laughs> I'm an original Zow. Star Trek. Yep. Zow. Um. 
with the next generation. Uh, I was going to do Shatner, <laughs> but it didn't sound good, so I, I bailed. Oh, um, that's okay. Yeah, no, I'm glad. Glad to know. I know um, my limits. Uh, no. <laughs> so, you, so Aaron touched on vegetables, and I think that's a great point because you can indulge in all the rich sides and the fun stuff that gets prepared on holidays. We're talking mealtime, not desserts yet. Um, you could definitely indulge on all that stuff and you absolutely should, but why not still try to hit your macros? You can go beyond them for sure. That's part of the fun of the holidays is, you know, stepping outside of that stuff a little bit, but you know, hit your macros. So get some good protein, get some veggies in and then, you know, and then have a reasonable portion of starches to begin with the potatoes and cheesy stuff and all that. And then, and then if you want more and feel hungry for more, you can always go back again. This, this operates from the, um, reframing of, uh, scarcity to where it's like, I'm allowed to have as much Mac and cheese as I want, but before I have just a plate of that, uh, I will, you know, have a little turkey, have some veggies. We are on whatever you're serving. Could be salmon. Um, <laughs> by land, ever I see, mm-hmm. uh, from the sea, says she. Uh, then I would say, you know, start with that first. And then, then do your double down on the, you know, potatoes and other stuff. Yeah. Does that make sense? Is that fair? Yeah. Or is that triggering? I think it's fair. I think it's fair. I think, like... Um, <clears throat> Like, I have tried to do this with pregnancy, which has not been easy, but it's like, I don't even think about vegetables. I've never one time thought I need a vegetable (laughs) since being pregnant. I want carbs and that's it. And, um, and so like, I will honor that, but I will also make sure I have protein somewhere and vegetables somewhere. And when I don't want to do it, my husband will be like, I made you this giant salad to put on the side next to your giant pizza. <laughs> and I'll say, oh, fine. God, get this shit out of here. <laughs> then I throw it against the wall and shatter. This is shit. It's shit. <laughs> wow. No, but that, it, it Stop saying honestly, shit so much, Aaron. <laughs> it really does. It, I mean, because like, you know, for better, for worse, being pregnant, you also get like fun digestive problems. And so it does help to have a lot of fiber to make sure your body is still moving. And so for better, for worse, I have a salad with most meals, not all because sometimes I'm a biatch, but uh, most meals I do have a salad. I, um, they did like some recent studies and stuff and they found that, uh, people are under their daily, uh, fiber, fa- you know, oh, numbers, yeah, I'm sure. um, by a large amount. So they're not, nobody is hitting enough fiber in this country. And so it's definitely something you should actively try to scale up. Uh, yeah, I don't, I think like if you aren't thinking about it, you are definitely not getting enough. I you can you really it's like you have to you have to kind of program it in. Um which is, you know, it's like what is it? It's in like it's in so much but it's like tiny amounts. So it's like how how do you get enough of that, you know? 
you're like, oh, high in fiber. And then you look and it's got the little less than symbol for one gram. And you're like, what? Yeah. And they're like, hey, for us. Less than? (laughs) That's high. And you're like, okay, cool. We hear Ethan think that's high. Yeah. (laughs) And you think Triscuit's got to be packed with it and there's nothing in Triscuits. And you're like, why the fuck am I eating these, Triscuit? They taste like they should be only fiber. I don't know. I feel like I looked at them and I was surprised at how little they are given how fibrous they seem. Yeah. Um, Interesting. But but yeah. And so if you're one of the, if you come from a family that maybe doesn't have a vegetable or a salad, you know, this is going to sound corny, but you could say, Hey, I'd like to, you know, help out with the meal and I'd like to make a salad or a vegetable dish. Nobody will touch it, but at least you'll have it. And then maybe you can hang in the kitchen with whoever prepares the uh, the food usually, or the group, if you haven't done that yet. Yeah. Some people are hands-on and into that shit, so you can just add that into the repertoire. Or you can, you know, if you haven't been in that, usually you're like, you know, playing with uh, matchbox cars on the ground or something. You can say, hey, I'm ready now to <laughs> get involved in helping the preparation. Hey, hey I'm dinner. ready. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you, I swear. Much as I want to make... Uh, car noises for these Hot Wheels that I'm playing with. I'll get up there and make a uh, <laughs> vegetable dish. And there's fun stuff. There's fun recipes now. People are kind of hip to it, and so you can find some stuff out there that doesn't taste like total garbage. That is oh yeah, you can find some great good. salads that have like great nutritional value. Well, salads or like a or a roasted vegetable thing. Oh yeah, yeah, like a roasted yeah Brussels sprouts yeah. and asparagus. If you want your pee to smell weird, hell yeah, hook it. Yeah, you can have a fun like piss party thing where you're like, let's smell each other's pee, and the people yeah, that didn't have the asparagus will be humiliated because theirs won't stink. <laughs> your pee smells like nothing, Auntie Margie. Mine <laughs> smells weird. <laughs> Whoa, you're so cool, dude. Your piss stinks. You're cool. Your Auntie Margie's not. Her smells like Ew. nothing. I'm just oh, saying poor what will Margie. Just drinking in so much water that her pee tastes, or tastes like nothing. She too. didn't have the asparagus. <laughs> she had so no she asparagus. had odorless piss. <laughs> what a bitch. Um, oh, I was going to say that when I started like to change the way I ate, and I remember I called at the beginning of the episode, you talked about, you know, your family might be little... Uh, hesitant to embrace your new lifestyle but like I called my mom and I was like hey can we have like broccoli and some like spinach and chicken breast and eggs like just so that I can on like for lunches for breakfast yeah just have like a few things that will make me feel like I'm still staying close to my like like my regular routine, um, knowing that I would also like go eat Mexican food. My, my parents like number one place to go and go to Olive Garden. That's their number two place. You know, like knowing that that would still be happening. But Olive now Garden my, listening, they're wondering what's it going to take to be number one. <laughs> to be number what one, can, it's what can the we do? chips and salsa. My parents just like it. So do I. Help, help. I mean, Olive Garden um, could carry that. Nobody would blink an eye. They were. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're Just right. call them like Tuscan chips and salsa. People be like, oh, wow, oh, they're good. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. Call it in. 
I hope yeah. someone from Olive Garden is listening. God. Okay. We have a lot. Um, we have a lot in the, um, yeah, like the, a lot of the executives in the, okay, from Olive cool. Garden hey. listen. Yeah. <laughs> Send in your ideas. Um, so I, like now my parents just like have that stuff, like now they have it like all the time and now it's not even a thing when I get there. And so it's really, um, I have changed them over the course of the last 10 years. And so I think like if your family is resistant in the beginning, they will eventually, if you're not like a freakazoid about it, like they'll eventually catch on and join Scientology with you, you know? Yeah, I think that there's, you can play the politics however you want, but I would say, the stuff that we're talking about is your life and yeah. it's your health and that's fucking important. And sometimes it's okay to assert yourself and be a little bit of a force. So if you feel this um, resistance to it, you can, you don't have to be an asshole, but you can be firm and ultimately they'll fall in line. Um, because the alternative is that you fall in line and then you eat stuff that you're not comfortable with and then you fall off your program and you have stress from it or guilt or whatever it is. Whereas if you just have, you know, maybe a couple of uncomfortable moments, then you will end up with a whole lifetime of, you know, people falling in line around this stuff. And it doesn't mean that you're, you know, throwing that shit off the table or not allowing them to cook it. You, you can't be that, <laughs> right. can't be that unreasonable. It should be able to be there and you should challenge yourself to have some boundaries and yeah. eat what you want and don't eat what you don't want to and fuck them, man. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just got to say, fuck it. This is fucking important. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to budge on this. And so too bad. And you can definitely do it with a smile and be nice about it. But I think it's absolutely okay to practice that level of self-care. You don't have to be on a soapbox about it, but give that to yourself. If there's any gift you want to give to yourself this year, it's that, to where you're not going to be negatively influenced or pushed into something that you don't want to do. Well, I remember when I very first started losing weight. This is like a long, long, long time ago on my first, my first journey. I had started losing weight. I had been on like a really solid path for like maybe like two months. And I went on a vacation with a couple of girlfriends and we ate. We didn't, I don't think we were drinking at the time, but we were like eating. I just remember I ate a lot of like desserts. We ate, but we were really active too. And I just remember like when I got home from that trip, I weighed myself and I had gained like seven pounds back. And I had like only lost maybe like 12 <laughs> to begin with. This is like a big like, oh, I, I fucked up. Like I remember feeling so defeated. And after a few days of getting back like on my regular routine, that seven pounds wasn't really probably, se it wasn't seven pounds of hard solid fat you know it was no, like it's too short a time for that any of that to right. happen just w water weight fluctuations and right and but i was so new i i i wasn't i didn't know about that kind of thing and like i just thought everything on the scale was like it i thought it was like a hundred percent like this these are the hard facts and and so i i just want to encourage anyone if you've just started 
a weight loss journey or like just like fitness and you fall off during this time or you see the numbers on the scale go up like don't be afraid to just reset and restart even though it's only been a minute like like that's what it felt like to me was like I just started this and I'm already failing and it was not failing but it is like starting to learn the process of this is a, a long road this isn't like a short sprint and so kind of the mental component of just like getting back on the horse getting back to your routine getting back to what was making you kind of lock in before the holidays and get yourself back you know on track which happens around january 1st everyone like does the reset and and that's great and that's perfect timing to actually get back on the wagon but to know that it's not like you're not a fraud you're not a fake like all of this is part of of a weight loss journey it's not a simple easy fix it is a journey so that's my little preacher sermon um the new guys i think it's great and building on that um i think that's that's so important to acknowledge um building on that and then i as we close out i want to hear the dessert or desserts of your moms that you're most looking forward to and then we'll end the episode uh (laughs) okay but, but so let's say you listen to the show and you have this incredible momentum right now you're doing everything right never been more fit in your entire life you listen to this episode you're taking copious notes because you're like wow this is profound what they're saying Olive Garden, <laughs> chips and salsa. This is such informative, important stuff. I'm going to be able to continue my fitness journey. I'm going to stand up to my parents. I'm not going to be influenced. I'm going to walk up um, Dead Man's Hill every day, 10 times, <laughs> whatever it is. And then you get out there and you're like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. And you do nothing. And you yeah. eat way more than you've been eating. You have every dessert there is. You stuff yourself every single night. You wake up in the little night, you have a little more. You do the little trick where you're like, I'm just gonna take a little sliver. Um, and then you end up having like 10 slivers that would equal two pieces. And then like the dimensions of yeah. like the cake look weird. You're like, I guess it's I technically it. the same. It's technically <laughs> the same shape, but it seems so much smaller, you know? And you're like trying to like <laughs> add stuff in there for scale to like throw people <laughs> off the scent and like, Weird, the cake seemed to shrink in the refrigerator. Maybe it's a moisture thing. Um, You know, all kinds of whatever it is. And then you get back to wherever you live normally from the trip. You've got a food hangover. You're still kind of like, you know, indulging more than you normally would. And you think, oh, there's no way I can get back on the horse with what I was doing before because I had such momentum. And so you don't do anything for a while. Okay. To avoid that, when you get back, don't worry about whatever the routine was that you were doing before. Okay. If you can f- jump right back into it, great, do that. But if you can't, think of what the easiest thing that you can do that's activist. What is the easiest fucking thing I can do? Well, mm-hmm. I can walk one time around my block. It takes eight minutes. I'll do that once a week. And yeah. I, can, I can add in you know, a couple of carrot sticks to each meal. Still going to like have fun meals because I'm in that mindset right now, but I'll add in a couple of carrot sticks and make sure I drink water. Start with that. And you can do that for a fucking year. It's better than doing nothing. 
whatever. Yep. You won't do it for a year. That it was what it's going to do is going to promote self-efficacy. It's going to give you momentum back, and then the ne- by the next thing, the next thing you know, you're going to be back into your routine. But sometimes it can feel daunting. If you had a lot of momentum before, it's like being in a race and stopping for a while. And then it's just like, I can't get back in this race. I'm cold now or whatever. So don't, (laughs) don't burden yourself with that. Just do whatever is the easiest, um, from a, from an exercise and nutrition standpoint, truly as simple as like adding in a couple of veggies and walking around your block once a week. And then everything else will eventually come back. The self-efficacy will return. You'll get a handle on it. You'll get momentum and you'll be right back where you were in no time and you'll recover faster than you think. But, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, dreading what, you know, the punishing yourself in the gym or whatever, um, eliminate that from your mind. Um, because it's not going to serve you and it's going to keep you from doing, you know, really what you want to do deep down. So I would yep. say, remember that, you know, if all hell breaks loose, remember that. Love it. Okay. okay. The desserts I'm, re- I'm excited f- to have when I'm home with my parents are pecan pie and pumpkin roll. The pumpkin roll is like a pumpkin, like loaf, but it's like thin, thin, thin. And then she puts like this cream cheese frosting on the inside and then rolls it up and then she freezes it. And it is so good it's so good i would eat the whole thing if no one was watching me i would eat the Uh, whole thing those rolls are delicious my family does a chocolate version of it and it's Mm -hmm. the same kind of thing it's like a it's like a thin yeah i bet that's good a thin sponge cake yeah that you do and then they do they do more of like a juiced up whipped cream in the center and then they they chocolate frost the top and then they kind of make Ooh. it, it's like, I think it's called like a whipped cream log or roll. They, they do this, something with like a fork to kind of make it look like a log. Okay, like a that's fun. log or something. So it's kind of fun. Like it's got a little plate presentation, but it's, it's stunningly delicious. And it's like really, um, it's not too sweet somehow. And the, the whipped cream is like a sweet reprieve, you know, but the chocolate's really dense. And they do it like in the thin cookie sheets. So that it's, yeah, yeah, with like parchment paper and then there's a whole Mm -hmm. process to it. And like, it's easy to blow it. You got to make it really spongy in the right way. (laughs) But there's a denseness to it that is out of this world. But I'd love to have the pumpkin version. Get the recipe from your ma. I will. I will. I'll see if she's letting people have it. Um, I actually think she sent it to me before. No, no, she does. She does. I think she would be like, it's just a recipe I got from somewhere else. Um, she just, yeah. She's not a, she doesn't keep it hidden. But She's um, not like the Coca-Cola people? No. <laughs> no. They hide that shit away and like gets passed on to something like one person knows it or something and it's God. in a vault somewhere. It's no. like, is it that good? I don't know. Uh, um, okay, well, we did it. Let's let's. And we want to hear how you survive the holidays. We want to hear your flexes. Send us your flexes. We'll do a flex uh, for the New Year's. So send yeah. them on over. Also, if you have any guidelines or tips, um, stuff that you've used in the past that served yeah. you, send them into our Instagram. We're at the dumbbells. Um, or wherever, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. But IG is what we're checking the most. We got a little help there. So send it into the Instagram or our email at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. Askthedumbbells at gmail.com. Instagram is at the dumbbells or TikTok is at what? 
Uh, the dumbbells, the.dumbbells.pod. Yes. Uh, we want to hear it. We, we ain't through this yet. And so what we can do is in our subsequent episodes, we can maybe um, close out with a tip or a guideline yeah, from a listener. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Great. So on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, hoping that everybody out there survives the holidays, uses this guide, um, and that fucking Olive, Grant, Olive Garden climbs to number one by adding chips and salsa to their menu, <laughs> we like to remind you to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. Hey. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>